0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible.
1: Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see Isaiah declaring that the Lord is Israel's Redeemer. When they walk through fire, they shall not be burned. They are his witnesses that the Lord is God. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Isaiah chapter 43, On simply the Bible. Of all the names
0: for the Lord, Redeemer is perhaps the most beautiful. It means to buy back from the slave market. Now, certainly Yahweh redeemed Israel from slavery in Egypt, and our Redeemer, Jesus Christ, has purchased us with his own blood from the bondage of sin. Today and tomorrow, we look at the role of the Lord as the Redeemer of Israel. Isaiah chapter 43. But now, thus says the Lord, who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. The Lord created Israel. Not only did he form Adam from the dust in the Garden of Eden, but the Lord called Abram when he was in Mesopotamia and chose him to be the one through whom all the nations of the world would be blessed. Then God formed the nation of Israel when he brought them out of Egypt, and he brought them into the land of Canaan. He redeemed them and called them by name, meaning that he had an intimate relationship with them. Abraham was a friend of God. If the Lord had redeemed them, then they now belonged to him and they didn't need to fear. If God bought them and knew them by name, then he wouldn't let them go. He would fulfill all his purposes for them. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned nor shall the flame scorch you. I think perhaps many people have highlighted this verse in their Bibles. It's a beautiful verse. Because of Israel's disobedience, they would go through a time of discipline. But even though they would taste of the Lord's judgment, they would also experience his divine protection. Though they would go through troubled waters, he would still be with them. The rivers would not overflow them. They would walk through the fire of Babylonian invasion and captivity, but they would not be burned or scorched. God would ultimately deliver them and bring them back into the land. There was a literal fulfillment of this while Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were in Babylon and refused to worship the image that King Nebuchadnezzar set up and they were thrown into the fiery furnace, but the Lord was there with them protecting them. Now, can we as believers in Jesus Christ also claim this promise that God will be with us through everything? Absolutely. Because Jesus has redeemed us with his own precious blood, he knows us by name. And the apostle Paul wrote to the Philippians, I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. That means he won't leave us, he won't forsake us, we will endure through the fire or the floods or whatever. My pastor used to say, we're gonna make it. We may not look like much when we get there, but we will make it. Verse three, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior, I gave Egypt for your ransom ethiopia and seba in your place since you were precious in my sight you have been honored and i have loved you therefore i will give men for you and people for your life the jewish captives did not need to fear either king cyrus of persia or babylon because cyrus was god's servant and babylon would be destroyed God would give Egypt, Ethiopia, and Seba to Cyrus as a ransom payment to redeem Israel from Babylon and open the door so that they could return to their homeland. The location of Seba is uncertain, but it is thought to have been either on the North African coast or the Northwest Arabian Peninsula. These areas became part of the Persian Empire. Now, the loving language with which Yahweh addresses his people is beautiful. He says, you were precious in my sight. You have been honored. I have loved you. Therefore, I will give men for you. The Lord referred to Israel in the Old Testament as his wife. This is also why he came down on them so heavily for the sin of idolatry, for he viewed this as spiritual adultery. God gave Egypt, Ethiopia, and Seba to redeem His people, but He gave even more than this, He gave His only Son. Now in the New Testament, the church is the bride of Christ, and the same love that God had for Israel, the Lord has for us. You are precious in His sight. He has honored you by laying down His life for you. He has loved you, with the greatest love. And when you receive Jesus Christ, you become his bride. Verse five, fear not for I am with you. I will bring your descendants from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up and to the south, do not keep them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him, yes, I have made him. Despite all that Israel would go through, she didn't need to be afraid. Even though God would drive the Jews from Judah for their infidelity and disobedience, he would also bring them back from Babylonian captivity. But Isaiah looks beyond this as is indicated by the mention of the four points of the compass. God would gather them from the ends of the earth. As is Isaiah's habit, he uses an upcoming historical event, the return from Babylonian captivity, to speak of the future and final fulfillment when God would gather all his people from all over the world. We have seen this in our day as God has gathered them into the nation of Israel but it will happen again at the end of the age when Jesus returns. This is the telescopic characteristic of Bible prophecy where two or more events appear close together that are actually separated by many centuries. The Lord said that he had created Israel for his glory and he has created you for his glory. The more you accept that fact and lean into it, the more fulfilled you will be. For you will be fulfilling the purpose for which God has created and formed you. You are no accident. God has given you your temperament, talents, and resources for a purpose. Our greatest challenge is to use all of these things God has given us to glorify God rather than for our own pleasure. Verse eight. Bring out the blind people who have eyes and the deaf who have ears. Let all the nations be gathered together and let the people be assembled. Who among them can declare this and show us former things? Let them bring out their witnesses that they may be justified, or let them hear and say, it is truth. Now in verses 18 through 20 of Isaiah 42, it was God's servant Israel that had been blind and deaf. They worshiped idols that could neither see nor hear, and they became like the idols they worshiped. Now, God challenges all the idolatrous nations to declare what their gods could do. Could they predict what was going to happen and bring it to pass so that the people would know that their gods spoke the truth? What kind of witnesses did these gods have? Verse 10. You are my witnesses, says the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, nor shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and besides me there is no Savior. I have declared and saved, I have proclaimed, and there was no foreign God among you. Therefore, you are my witnesses, says the Lord, that I am God. Indeed, before the day was, I am he, and there is no one who can deliver out of my hand. I work, and who will reverse it? Amazing statements made about God. He is unique. There is no other God. There was no God before him nor after him. He is the only Savior, Redeemer, and no one can deliver out of his hand. Now, God chose Israel out of all the nations on earth to be witnesses of these facts. He drew them near to him and gave them his holy and righteous laws so that they could believe in him and be his witnesses to the nations. He made them a peculiar people, different from the rest of the world with all of their various rituals, and they would testify that there is one God and there is no other God either before or after him. He is the only one who saves and redeems. Now, when Israel failed in this, they failed to be God's witnesses. They, rather than having a heart for the nations, they became ethnocentric and then they fell into idolatry and disobedience. So God disciplined them, but he was by no means through with them. Israel's survival, despite everything that they've been through, remains the greatest witness of the existence of God. Their regathering into the land of Palestine in the past century is the greatest witness that they are God's chosen people and that everything the Lord spoke by the mouth of his prophets will ultimately come to pass. Now, Jesus told his disciples in Acts 1.8, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. So while the Jews were Yahweh's or the true Jehovah's Witnesses, you might say, we in the church are witnesses of Jesus Christ. We are strongest in our witness when we are set apart from this world and yet filled with love for the inhabitants of this world, when we are in the world and yet not of the world. Unfortunately, many Christians have lapsed and become worldly in their desires, and then they isolate themselves from the very people we are called to reach. May God help us to avoid this trap, and may God help us to be witnesses of our Lord Jesus Christ salt and light in the world that many may come
1: to know him you've been listening to simply the Bible the through the Bible teaching program of pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel Treasure Valley for more information about our church please visit our website at calvarytv.org that's calvarytv.org if you have any questions or comments please contact us through our website To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. And please leave us a review. Tomorrow we will conclude this message on the Lord as Israel's Redeemer. He will bring down Babylon and do a new thing. He will give drink to His people and not remember their sins. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Isaiah on Simply the Bible.